Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back. This is going to be for Isaiah chapter 60. Verses 1 to 22, uh, which is the uh, entire chapter, is about New Jerusalem, the glory of New Jerusalem. All right, with that context, arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee, i.e. Zion is to arise and be a light unto the nations. Christ is the light of the world. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. So, uh, darkness covereth the earth, it says, i.e. ignorance and wickedness. Wickedness, hard-heartedness, false traditions, and apostasy from the true gospel cause people to be in darkness. The light of, of Zion is the Lord himself, and these verses refer to conditions of the latter days when Zion shines forth, but darkness covers the earth. Orson Pratt wrote, The Zion that is here spoken of is called to arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. There is no one thing more fully revealed in the scriptures of eternal truth than the rise of the Zion of our God in the latter days, clothed upon with the glory of God from the heavens, a Zion that will attract the attention of all the nations and kindreds of the whole earth. It will not be something that takes place in a corner on some distant island of the sea or away among some obscure people, but it will be something that will call forth the attention of all people and nations upon the face of the whole earth. I think we still have a ways to go to do that, don't we? There's still a lot of people that don't even know about the church. Verse 3, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee, thy sons shall come come from far, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. The saints in a Gentile nation, which is far away from Israel, shall come and bring the restored gospel. That's talking about the United States. Lady Zion sees her children returning to her. Those who gather will be lovingly taken care of. And that's about the restoration and the rise of the church in the last days. Verse 5, Then thou shalt see and flow, or be radiant, together, ununified, or unified, And thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. Your heart will thrill and swell with joy, because the abundance or the multitude of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Armies of the Gentiles, nations would rally to the defense of Zion and Israel. Verse 6, the multitude of camels, that means wealth, shall cover thee, or cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all they from Sheba shall come, and they shall bring gold and incense. The Gentiles gathering design will bring their wealth, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister unto thee. They shall come up from except. They shall come up with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Even former enemies of Israel will come to the new Jerusalem. Verse 8, Who are these that fly as a cloud, and as the doves to their windows? 
i.e. the people who flock in over the sea. People are flying to Zion and know where they are going. Verse 9, Surely the isles, meaning America, shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish, that has to do with as far away as Spain, first, to bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold from them, unto the name of the Lord their God, thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he hath glorified thee. The land of Tarshish was usually considered as the furthest away from Israel uh, and still be reachable by land. And the sons of strangers, or Gentiles, shall build up thy walls, Jerusalem shall be rebuilt, and their kings shall minister unto thee, for in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I made mercy on thee. Therefore thy gates shall be opened continually, they shall not be shut day nor night, that that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, or the wealth of the Gentiles, and that their kings may be brought. So it sounds like this might be during the millennium. If the gates of Israel are open, that might be uh, as as the millennium has, has come. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish, yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. Nations will either be converted and enter the safety of Zion, or stay outside and be destroyed. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee, the fir tree, or the cypress, pine tree and the box together to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make thy place the, the place of my feet glorious. The best woods will be used to build the temples. Verse 14, The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet, and they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Former victors will come humbly to Zion. Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, I will make thee an eternal excellency, a joy of many generations. Jerusalem, the royal city of the Lord, they'll be the ones that accept their former enemies. Thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles, and shalt suck the breast of kings, and thou shalt know that I, the Lord, am thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. The Lord will will tenderly take care of his people. For brass I will bring gold the new wealth of New Jerusalem. And for iron I will bring silver, and for wood brass, and for stones iron, and I will also make thy officers peace, and thine extractors righteousness. Violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders, but thou shalt call thy walls salvation, and thy gates praise. Although Isaiah 63 is sometimes seen by scholars as a prophetic utterance relating to the wise men who come from the came from the east to visit the child born in Bethlehem. In context, it is a prophecy of a Zion of the latter days, perhaps the new Jerusalem. Zion's sons shall come from far, and the forces of the Gentiles will do the same. Gold, silver, camels, and dromedaries, symbols of earthly wealth, will be brought to glorify the house of the, the of God's glory. As these precious things are gathered in, the sons of strangers, Gentiles, will build her walls or help in rebuilding Jerusalem. And the the phrase, thy gates shall be opened continually, Elder Orson Pratt said, they shall not be shut day nor night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and that their kings may be brought. What, no people or nation left that, that will not serve Zion, not one. What will become of this great republic, the United States, if they comply with the ordinances of Zion, repent of their sins, and be prepared for this great and glorious day? God will save them, but if they will not, they will be utterly wasted away. Thus have the prophets declared. 
Verse 19, The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. The light of the sun and the moon represent our walking through life on the basis of our physical senses. The Lord's light, by contrast, is the light of revelation and inspiration, a safer, more sure way. Furthermore, the presence of the Lord is itself a source of light. That was from the, the Isaiah, the times of fulfillment. Verse 20, Thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself, for the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy morning shall be ended. The Lord's light will be as though the sun never sets. Thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land or earth forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. This sounds like a millennial day, doesn't it? A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a, a strong nation, and I will liken, or, and I the Lord will hasten it in, in my time. When the new Jerusalem is eventually built and Jesus Christ returns to earth in glory, the need will, re will disappear for the sun and the moon to give light to God's covenant people. The Lord himself will be an everlasting light. Zion will not need the sun when the Lord is there, and all the city is lighted up by the glory of his presence. When the whole heavens above are illuminated by the presence of his glory, we shall not need those bright luminaries in, of heaven to give light so far as the city of Zion is concerned. But there will be a great people round about dwelling in other cities that will still have need of the light of the sun and the moon. But the great capital city where the Lord will establish one of his thrones, for his throne is not to be in Jerusalem alone, it will also be in Zion, as you will find in numerous places in this Bible. When therefore we shall establish his throne in Zion and shall light up the habitations thereof with the glory of his presence, they will not need this light which comes from the bright luminaries that shine forth in yonder heavens, but they will be clothed upon with the glory of their God. When the people meet together in assemblies like this in their tabernacles, the Lord will meet them, will meet with them, his glory will be upon them, a cloud will overshadow them by day, and if they happen to have an evening meeting, they will not need lights in an artificial nature, for the Lord will be there, and his glory will be upon their, all their assemblies. So says Isaiah the prophet, and I believe it, and that was by Orson Pratt. So that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.